Welcome to the Kiwi Chiropractic Podcast. My name is Andrew McCracken and today I'm with nobody. I'm here, I'm by myself and uh, today is a little bit of a different episode. Um, it's going to be a little bit shorter, it's going to be in English and it's just going to be me and you. So me and an empty room and a camera uh, and some things that I want to talk about. But um, yeah, let's see how it goes. I wanted to do this today because I was on the train to come to the practice last week and uh, it stopped at the uh, Tornhalle and uh, I don't know why but it was lunchtime and there was uh, so many kids around maybe aged between probably 8 to 12 maybe um, and they all had these these backpacks on and I'm sure if you're a parent you know this issue um, where these backpacks are just incredibly incredibly heavy um, and I think they even make you like kind of grab like uh, an ergonomic backpack but yeah it doesn't matter because some of these kids had the fancy backpacks some of them had um, the normal backpacks but they were all in this incredible posture where their heads were forwards their shoulders were forwards and their whole upper body was like I don't know 10 20 30 centimeters in front of their hips um, as they're trying to drag this bag um, behind them and it kind of got me thinking it kind of got me thinking about a couple of things number one is how are we going to fix this problem um, because it's clearly a problem that is also very specific to Germany um, when I talk with the parents or the kids there really seems to be no solution from the schools I mean you, you always see in American movies there's lockers right and that's where you put your stuff you go home and maybe you take one or two of those books that you need um, I know that was the case for me so at school in New Zealand we had these kind of mini lockers and you put your stuff in there and you took what you needed home for your homework that day or the second day. But um, I think what seems to be the case is kids have to carry everything with them all the time. Um, and uh, yeah, that doesn't seem to be a very good solution because when I saw that, I was like, holy shit, excuse the language, but basically every child there is having massive physical stress on their body which is going to affect them later in life you know it's already come out that uh, through what what people are suggesting is text neck right from texting too much and looking down at your phone um, the the normal cervical curve that you're meant to have in your spine um, is getting completely reversed and that has so many uh, effects from putting pressure on the brainstem to changing the pressure and the way your, your body's working. Um, it's associated with changes in your immune system as well and all this kind of crazy stuff because your structure um, dictates the function of your body and that function includes all of the processes like hormones, like immune system function, the function of your digestive system, everything like that. So it's all interconnected. I thought, my goodness, seeing these kids, we're setting them up for failure, you know, because it's... It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's not like they're, they're then going to school, taking the backpack off and doing 10 minutes of exercises to strengthen the back muscles and to counterbalance everything that, that they're doing there. It's more like what happens is you go to school, you wear the backpack, um, and the parents will often justify, no, it's just for 15, 20 minutes as they go to school. Yeah, it's enough. It's more than enough. They were just waiting for a train. But because they were in that posture, small things every single day is what creates problems. Um, 
yeah and it's I, I just couldn't believe it so um there was a girl in the practice here 11 years old you know she was about uh, 40 kgs the backpack was about seven if you do that percentage wise it would be like me carrying something like 20 kgs on my back um which yeah sure i could do but uh, i don't think i'd feel great about it all the time and then what happens is those kids i think getting conditioned you know you're then going to sit at a desk again in that forwards position you're going to go through you know high school university get a job often sitting at that desk everything we do is going forwards like that i mean i'm doing it right now as i do this podcast you know i'm kind of looking into the camera i was like should probably be up like this a little bit um but the question for me is what are we going to do about it and i thought to myself maybe next year we could do some sort of campaign with schools where whether we go to schools and and give talks or I don't know, create some kind of change in that because it, I think it really, it has to happen. School is stressful enough. But the second reason that I bring this up, and we will do something about this next year, 2024, um, is because often in the practice, people ask me, um, you know, where did, where did their problems come from? So maybe you've got somebody who's 30, maybe you've got somebody who's 40, um, and maybe they're having a bit of a tough time figuring out or trying to understand that the issues that they have didn't come from yesterday they came from this kind of long build-up of of factors within the body and so i thought what's maybe quite interesting as well is just to list off some of these kind of bigger stresses and and factors that come into your life that maybe you completely forgotten about or that don't seem to be that important anymore so if we just take um the basics so say you you know, your mother is pregnant with you. If she's stressed out, that's going to affect some of the hormone balances. And there's research that says the baby will feel that as well. If she's walking funny, if her hips are twisted, if she's not balanced, um, you know, that might affect the way you're sitting in the tummy. And uh, I used to always say the first stress was birth, but actually, you know, it shows now it's, it's definitely before birth. And I remember having two twins in the practice where, um, one of them was, they were both one month old, and one of them was super relaxed, super happy, everything's cool, um, and the other one screaming all the time, incredibly skinny, um, and you could just kind of imagine that yeah, the bigger baby took up all the space, and the, the uh, a little one was kind of cramped in a corner somewhere, or, or that birth was traumatic. So before birth is pregnancy, um, then of course is birth itself. So. I think everybody knows birth is not um, the most easiest thing in the world. It is natural and it can be wonderful and it would be great if that was normal. And we're working with people in the practice like Katie Fox, who is trying to change that, who's trying to make the idea of birth really something that that is natural and and that is, um, yeah, a big process, but one that is, um, that doesn't have to be traumatic, right? Um, Which I think is a pretty big thing. Um, but yeah, with birth, obviously, um, was the baby in the right position? Was the baby's head being pressed, you know, for, for hours on end? Um, was the, the position right, position wrong? Was there an emergency C-section? Was there, um, you know, the um, pain uh, medication? I f- can't think of it in English. PDR in German. Um, you know, also affecting some of the natural drives and the mum knowing when she can push and when she can't so birth is a big one um it's also a reason you know why some people's heads are still misshapen or their facial structures or you know it's often 
you know, when you start to get a bit of damage and compression to the top of the cervical spine as well when the baby's being taken out there with some forceps and stuff. And of course, sometimes, of course, that has to happen. Number one, baby has to live, right? That's most important. Um, but we also want to have some balance there as well. Um, second thing, you know, where all your stresses came from is, you know, do you remember, for example, learning to ride a bike? Do you remember falling off? I know I did. I was with my grandfather and, uh, yeah, we were biking and I normally had those trainer wheels on from, from either side. And, uh, we went to the park, had the trainer wheels on and I played on the, the, the jungle gym and got back to my bike and my goodness, the trainer wheels were gone. And I said, I said, you know, granddad, where, where are they? He said, I don't know. They must be gone. Well, looks like we're going to have to get home. I said, okay, well, you know, let's do that. And so I'm biking, no trainer wheels. It's all going great. And I think I kind of turned around to um, you know, say to him, hey, look how good I'm going. And uh, boom, straight into the middle of a pole, which was, which was great. But, you know, took a fall, um, went home, had a cry, had a bruise, got up next day, did it again, and uh, life went on. And I think through childhood, there was a statistic, some, something like, a child would normally fall over 200 times before they're two years old. Um, and of course, we know kids are kind of designed to fall and to have those, um, those falls happen. But it's, um, it's something that sh should also be checked, right? To see, did everything manage to get back in the right rhythm? Is the brain able to adapt and coordinate everything that's going on in the nerve system and in the body? Um, you know, it, it shouldn't be just written off like that. So maybe some of the stuff that you've, you've been dealing with came from all the way back then, uh, for example. And something else that happens is the school bags like we talked about, but also um, this idea of growing pains. You know, people are always saying, oh, don't worry, my child's just growing. That's why they've got this terrible posture. That's why they're sleeping all the time and tired and all this kind of stuff. Um, and I just, I, I don't know about that. I mean, we know being a teenager is definitely a massive time of change. But it doesn't have to be so dramatic as that, right? So from, from my perspective, I had um, like uh, problems with my Achilles, with my knees, with everything when I was growing up. Grew really fast and was doing a lot of sports. And the solution for that back in the day was orthotics, um, a lot of physio, all this kind of stuff. And it never really helped me. Um, and I wish I knew about chiropractic then. This is when I was about kind of 13 years old. Um, you know, because... Different things grow at different times, um, and it's always about getting rebalanced in the body. So a lot of that bad posture that you might have or stresses like that might have even started back then. A lot of the times when people are in practice, um, often they'll point to like when they started work or when they started university as a time when they started to, um, to, uh, to, to notice issues in their body. And that's fear. You know, the intensity goes up. You do sit down more. You do, you do study more. Um, but I'm sure that it started even before that. So don't underestimate all of this kind of stuff. Don't underestimate also the mental side of things. You know, as a child in Germany, when you're 8, 11 years old, whatever it is, you start thinking about which school you're going to go to. You start thinking about how good your grades are. You start thinking about, you know, are you doing a good enough job um, in terms of exams and all this kind of stuff. And um, that puts an immense amount of pressure. 
on the child, but also on the on the on the mum as well, and and the dad, of course, and the whole family. So, look, let's let's stop it right there. Let's just bit of food for thought today. How are we going to help these kids that seem to be having all the cards stacked against them from such a young age? You know, wearing backpacks that are absolutely disgracefully heavy. Um, how are we going to help them? Do we need? And tell me, you know, leave a comment or whatever. You know, should we go to schools and? teach some exercises should we give some free spine checks for people should we educate people about their spines do people need to know that these backpacks are bad do we need to get out in the streets and protesting you know every school has to leave books at home or the kids should have an ipad or something where they don't need to have a big heavy textbook what is it how do we need to do that and then second point of course is whatever you're dealing with whatever you're going through um as frustrating as it might be remember it's probably come from a long time right so give yourself a break give yourself some slack talk to yourself nicely talk to your body nicely it's been doing a lot of great stuff for you um, and i'm sure it's going to do that well into the future so i've also been asked by sunny that we have to ask people to leave a review so i don't know how you do that but if you can leave a five-star review about this podcast that'd be great helps it get to more people F- follow us on uh, instagram and uh, we'll see you at your next appointment